Welcome back to Three Man Weave. My name is PC Tunney. I am joining you solo for this holiday episode, running down everything that's happening week 15 in the NFL. We're going to get you caught up for the start of the NBA season this evening already. And I got a few other topics I want to touch on as well. Happy holidays from everybody at thechairshot.com. While you're listening to this, go ahead and open up that internet browser. Head on over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. Pick up a chair shot t-shirt. There's something there for everybody and makes a great gift whether or not it's before or after the holiday season. But speaking of that, happy holidays, everybody. I hope you got your plans all set. I hope you got your you're you're ready to you know have your Christmas presents wrapped and and your your sweets made your Christmas cookies and and whatever else you need you got the you got the holiday ham or the turkey again or whatever you're doing I hope you're all set to to gather up and be safe while doing it but enjoy this holiday season the gift giving the great food uh, maybe your Christmas caroling from a distance a big a big Zoom meeting with friends or maybe you're just meeting up with friends and socially distancing like that but anyways. Happy holidays. Welcome to Three Man Weave. Once again, PC Tunney. Follow me at PC Tunney right there on the Twitter. For all of your PC Tunney needs, we got Chair Shot Radio. Reinventing Chair Shot Radio once again. That's coming back January 1st. And it's just going to be a great cast of characters from everybody over at the Chair Shot. So looking forward to that synergy and to bringing you even more entertainment on the podcasting side. So Chair Shot Radio, sports entertainment and sports entertainment. Something for everybody but today we are definitely talking sports 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 so let's get right into it the main event of what's been going on right now none other than lord football What an interesting week, week 15. I mean, let's just talk about the most recent of events here in the NFL. The Steelers losing their third game in a row, this time to a Bengals team that does not even have its rookie superstar, Joe Burrow. But boy, if they didn't come to play defense, and it really looks like the offensive line of the Pittsburgh Steelers is just fading and in a hurry. Uh, Teams know that Roethlisberger doesn't have any time to get the ball down the field, so they're not really guarding for that. And you don't really have to worry about the run when you got guys like James Conner out, right? So the Steelers are proving to be maybe more pretenders than contenders as it looks to be they are folding down the stretch. Uh, Some other unlikely wins. The Jets beat the Rams in L.A. And that pretty much tanks their chances of getting the number one pick. So it's just an interesting way this NFL works, right? The paid professionals on each side, everybody's got pride. So the Jaguars now, they hold the tiebreaker. If both teams were to lose out, the Jaguars would end up being the number one pick. They would, they would have, they'd be number one in the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. Let's check out uh, some other scores from around the league. The Colts hang on at home to beat the Texans. Tennessee big over Detroit. Tampa Bay comes back to beat Atlanta. They needed that win. Baltimore takes care of business over Jacksonville. Miami with a big win over New England. The Bears maintain playoff hopes a game behind the cardinals who won as well in a in a good game with boy jalen hurts he looks like the real deal for philadelphia does he not i mean i know that they got to pay carson wentz a lot of money when you have a guy playing that well it's all about winning baby and and that's what he's been he's been able to put them in a better position 
to do that. The Dallas Cowboys come up big at home, beating the 49ers. That game didn't mean much. Kansas City goes to the New Orleans and wins a very close game. Drew Brees returned for the Saints, looked much better in the second half than the first. Cleveland takes care of business with a good defensive effort holding the Giants to six points. And and folks, they're like a game back of the Steelers. And if I'm not mistaken, as I'm checking this instantaneously here, yes, they do play the last week of the season and the Browns have the Jets. So there's a very good possibility that the Cleveland Browns could not only be making the playoffs, but your division champions as well and get to host a playoff game. So what a turnaround there. Buffalo, let's go back to Saturday night. They dominated Denver. Josh Allen with another great performance. Boy, if it was for any other year, that guy would be in the MVP talks. But we're talking about Aaron Rodgers, and we're talking about Patrick Mahomes. Rodgers, maybe not his best game. Uh, 143 yards passing. He did run for a touchdown, though, as well. And the Packers are that number one seed in the NFC. If they can take care of business against Tennessee, they they got Tennessee who who needs to win, and then they got Chicago who's likely going to need to win to be in and still be in it. And and that's a tough way to finish the schedule when you know you've already locked up a playoff spot, right? The Packers, the Saints, and the Seahawks. But if Green Bay can get that home field advantage, make everybody have to come to Green Bay to get to the Super Bowl from the NFC, that's just going to make it that more difficult. On the other side, it's looking more and more like the Chiefs are going to be the number one seed. I do one win, and it it pretty much cinches it up for them if they haven't not cinched it up already. So the Packers, Chiefs, clinch division, so do the Bills. Steelers do get a playoff spot berth clinched by way of other teams losing. Saints, Seahawks in as well. So it's going to be an interesting stretch for both wildcard final spots. You know, you got the Dolphins and the Ravens tied at 9-5. and They're battling it out for that seventh spot in the AFC. And then, like I said before, the Bears chasing down the Cardinals game back be interesting to see how that happens in the end it, the rams to me seemed like a team in the nfc that were going to actually be able to do some damage but when you go out and play a stinker against the jets like that i suppose the jets really did not want to be an 0-16 team we'll have to see down the stretch let's go back to thursday night the chargers the chargers are winning close games like if aliens visited the earth a month ago they would come down and be like oh my goodness all the chargers do is win close games when all they've done for the last year and a half two years is lose close games so Maybe turning the corner there, definitely the ability to have a quarterback like Justin Herbert out there on the field throwing to those excellent receivers always helps your chances. Vegas folding down the stretch, but if you look at the overall arc of what John Gruden's done, I believe from taking that team to from four or five wins to seven wins and now looking like at least a 500 season, maybe they can get to nine and seven. Playoffs not looking great for them though that's your nfl wrap up looking up forward towards next week some big games don't forget we got a game on christmas afternoon not only do we have nba we're going to get to that in a second but the vikings visit the saints uh 4 30 eastern on fox and then three games saturday night or saturday all day i'm sorry noon 3 30 and 7 15 that's central times one of them's on amazon all right there you go that's san francisco and arizona so check your local listings a bunch of games on Saturday. We do have our last Monday night football game of the week. Remember, the final week of the season, all the games are at 1 and 4 o'clock Eastern time that final Sunday. So looking forward to a great finish to the NFL season. You know, Max Kellerman, last thing here, brought up last week before these games, and they talked about who's the MVP, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes. The numbers are, you know, I mean, just pick. You can't fault either one. Obviously, Rodgers has thrown more touchdowns and less interceptions. Mahomes, some more yardage. On that side, a better win-loss record. His quote was was excellent in that there's not a dime's worth of difference between these two this season. But 
for right now, my nickel goes to Aaron Rodgers. And I kind of would have to agree he's done more with less, even though having Devontae Adams, a pretty darn good offensive line, and Aaron Jones is nothing to sneeze at. But the embarrassment of riches that Kansas City has, offensive line, uh, s- some solid running backs, maybe not as good as Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams, but then when you look at Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, some other weapons that surround them on the offensive side as pass catchers, it- it's just an impressive, impressive team. So... Kudos to those two teams. They do look like the best two teams in the NFL with the best two players. Folks, we'll be right back with some NBA action after this. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Go to powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Get your free month. Again, that's powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Don't blink, folks, because the NBA offseason, it's already over. It's already over with. That's right. It's Tuesday, December 22nd, 2020, and the NBA is back at it this evening with a doubleheader. That's right, folks. You heard me right. The NBA is back at it already tonight with a doubleheader on TNT. 7 o'clock Eastern tip-off, first game of the season. You got them Golden State Warriors with Steph Curry back on the floor. No Clay Thompson, though. And probably no Draymond Green tonight taking on the new-look Brooklyn Nets, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and a cast of very capable characters alongside them in Brooklyn and our late game, the L.A. Classic, the L.A. Derby, if you will, if you're across the pond, the Clippers and the Lakers. That's at 10 Eastern. Both games tonight, TNT doubleheader NBA tip-off for the season. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a great year. They are playing less games this year. I do believe they're playing 72 games instead of 82 games and I do believe you're going to see some more limited minutes from some of these guys who played a lot I mean I don't look for guys like LeBron etc to be playing a ton of minutes the first half of this season those guys need to be ready to go when the playoffs come around and speaking of ready to go and when the playoffs do come around let's get into who's a contender and who's a pretender Let's talk about some of the teams that we know for sure are going to be there at the end, some of the teams that are maybe just hoping to be a playoff team, and then you got the rest. Let's start at the top, and it's the Lakers. It's the Lakers again. When you add guys like uh, Dennis Schroeder, 
Marcus Gasol, Montrezl Harrell, Wes Matthews to a team that already has an excellent, excellent roster. I mean, the Lakers got better than they were last year, and they were already the best team in the NBA, right? Health is the only thing, in my opinion, that is that is what's going to stop the Lakers this season. If you're a betting man, you take the Lakers over the field. Now, that being said, there are teams there that are contenders as well. Obviously, the Milwaukee Bucks. Did they get Bogdanovich? They did not. But they did get Holiday. And he's going to be an excellent, excellent guy to run a pick and roll with Giannis. Hopefully they can get a little bit better half-court offense and maybe pick up the defensive attitude a little bit. They're a good defensive team, but you need that savvy in the playoffs, right? And I know they've worked on some of their offensive spacing, so that's the Bucks, Definite contender. Let's stay in the Eastern Conference before we head over to the West. The Nets. Granted, we're always talking about, we're assuming the health is going to be there. And you know what happens when you assume. But for the sake of this conversation, Kevin Durant looks like he is going to be a bona fide superstar continuing the rest of his career. Like, he is, he's ready to go. He may not be as quick as he was, but he's still long. He can still shoot. He can still defend. He is still a dominant force on an NBA court. And it looks to me like him and Kyrie Irving... They've, they've come to an agreement with each other. They've come to a, a working relationship where it's going to work out for them, right? I think those two guys can work together. Steve Nash is there, and, and he knows what it's like to go through an NBA season. He knows what it's like to be an MVP player, right? So this is a team that's very formidable. Brooklyn Nets, definite contender. Not just, and I'm not even mentioning the rest of the players on this team that did a great job of making the playoffs last year. They have some really good, talented ball players to go along with Kyrie and Kevin Durant the Heat obviously the Miami Heat their experience now they've gotten to that point where they're playing for that championship they've gotten to that point where they've gone ahead and went through a conference and made it out they're Eastern Conference champions the only difference for me with Miami this year is the fact that not they're no longer the hunters they're going to be the hunted they're not going to sneak up on anybody I'm not saying a team with Jimmy uh, Jimmy Butler is sneaking up on anybody at all but you can see the difference in the mentality where they're the ones being chased now. They're the focal point. And as far as the East goes for me, folks, the Celtics and the Sixers, and, and they're a step below that. I don't think they're true contenders. Now, granted, a trade for James Harden to the Sixers, something like that. This is all with James Harden staying with the Rockets and not sure what's going to happen there. So we can't, we, can't, we can't totally get into the hypotheticals on that side. I know the Celtics and, and the Sixers and likely the Raptors and Pacers are all going to be solid. I see the Hawks getting better. I see the Hawks getting much, much better. And don't count out the Wizards. I mean, Russell Westbrook is a very, very good player. Now, the Western Conference side. There's the Lakers and everybody else. That includes the East, right? But contenders along with the Bucks and the Heat and the Nets, for me, on the Western Conference side, obviously you got the Clippers. You got Kawhi, you got Paul George. That's still a very formidable and solid team. Another year together under their belts could see them even posing more of a threat to the Lakers than we thought, right? And then there's the Denver Nuggets, a team that takes teams to the brink. They can come back on you from whenever. They have a great coaching staff. They have a great head coach. Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic. I mean, these two guys are superstars. Whether you want to say it or not, the Denver Nuggets are a very solid team and have just as good a chance as the Clippers, the Bucks, the Nets, and the Heat, in my opinion. And those five teams are the teams that are a tier below the Lakers. Now, after that, it's everybody else. Now, the Suns are going to be much improved. Jazz and Mavericks are always very good. You can see the Pelicans getting better as long as Zion stays healthy. Once again, health, that word comes up once again, and continues to grow his process into an NBA professional, right? An even better NBA player. 
the Trailblazers, it's always Dame time. You got John Morant with the Grizzlies. And obviously the Warriors and the Rockets, that's how deep this Western Conference is now you think about it, right? You got such great young talent in New Orleans and Memphis that makes those teams viable. The Suns get Chris Paul. I mean, you have the Nuggets and Jazz and Mavericks, you know are gonna be good. And then you're talking about the Warriors and Rockets after that. No one even said anything about the possible Spurs as well. So very deep Western Conference as always. But like I said, folks, it's the Lakers and everybody else. And within everybody else, there is a top tier of teams underneath the Lakers and above the rest. Bucks, Nets, Heat, Clippers, Nuggets. That's my take on this NBA season. Uh, it's really interesting to see where everybody ended up. And now we're going to see where's James Harden going to end up with the Rockets, right? Are they just going to let him sit there? Are they going to wait to see if they get the right trade? I mean, at some point, they're going to have to get something for him. I know he's under contract next year as well. So they don't necessarily have to trade him this year. John Wall and DeMarcus Cousins on that team, I really like that the Kentucky guys back together. So we'll see what happens with James Harden and what kind of team, what kind of contention the Houston Rockets can be in, if it's even playoff contention at all this year. All right, let's run down the Christmas Day games for you. I told you what's happening tonight. Christmas Day, that quintuple header on ESPN kicks off noon Eastern, the Pelicans visiting the Eastern Conference defending champion Miami Heat. 2.30 after that, Eastern time, you got Golden State Steph Curry visiting Giannis and the Bucks, followed by a 5 o'clock dinnertime game, Brooklyn at Boston, Kevin Durant taking on Jason Tatum and those Celtics. And after dinner treat, 8 o'clock Eastern, Luka Doncic headed into L.A. to take on LeBron. And finally, Kawhi getting up into the Rocky Mountain High up there with Denver. And they're going to they're gonna take it home at night with a 10.30 Eastern start. All games on ESPN or ABC Networks. Folks, i got a few more topics I want to talk to you about today. Happy holidays. Thanks for tuning in to Three Man Weave. Christopher Platt and Ray Cash will be back very soon. They are out on vacation right now. I do believe they are rounding up the reindeer for Santa Claus as we speak. So, folks, we'll be right back with a few more sports topics right after this. Lucha-Masks.com by Pro Wrestling Revolution. Bringing you, in partnership with Mask Republic, the Lucha Brothers, as well as Japanese legend Ultimo Dragon. Go to Lucha-Masks.com and fight Lucha Strong with masks from your favorite Lucha legends and Pro Wrestling Revolution Luchadores. Stay safe in style and represent your favorite luchador. Get yours now at lucha-masks.com, powered by Pro Wrestling Revolution. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Welcome back to Three Man Weave, everybody. Make sure you head on over to thechairshot.com. Something there for everybody, whether it's sports entertainment or sports entertainment. Plenty of opinion articles, results, reviews, analysis, and podcasts galore. Thechairshot.com. Head your ass on over there and make sure you check out prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. There's a t-shirt from the chair shot for everybody right there. Couple sporting notes. The college football playoff is set Alabama to take on Notre Dame and the winner of that game will take on the winner of Clemson versus Ohio State 
I think they got it right. I would rather have seen Cincinnati make it in. I know that they didn't have the schedule, and Notre Dame had the wins, and they did beat Clemson, but Clemson didn't have Trevor Lawrence, and they got smoked by Clemson when they did. I understand you can make an argument for Texas A&M, one-loss team, only lost to Bama, but boy, it would have been interesting if Florida would have beat Bama. My opinion, though, is that the most interesting thing would be if Notre Dame beat Alabama. Notre Dame versus Clemson, number three, would be very, very interesting. Uh... Ohio State's a team that could beat Clemson. I don't see Alabama losing, so I think it's going to be Bama versus. I think that's what you're going to see in the championship game. I don't know that anybody can beat Bama. I think that Clemson and Ohio State definitely both have a shot with the quarterbacks that they have. I just don't see that Notre Dame team, which fell so flat against Clemson in the ACC championship, taking out Alabama. Uh, Do we need expansion? Yeah, we probably do. I mean, I looked up how many teams there are in college football, right? I mean, they want to talk about making conference championships mean something. So if you had eight divisions and you had 16 teams in each division, that's 128 teams. I think there's 130 teams in Division One. So if we can cut two teams, make Division One 128 teams, you would have eight conferences with 16 teams each. And you could split those each into their division. And you'd play seven conference games right there, maybe one more from the other side rotating, and then you'd have your non-conference games, and whoever won their conference would be in the playoffs. It'd be eight teams, and you couldn't argue about it one way or the other because you had a chance all you had to do is win your conference i guess there all you have to really do is use your head right thechairshot.com always use your head very melancholy uh r.i.p kevin green uh nfl linebacking hall of famer coach just a legend. Uh, retired with 160 sacks, second only to Reggie White and Bruce Smith. Helped the Steelers get to the Super Bowl in the mid-90s. Played on the Carolina Panthers after that. Helped them get to a conference championship. Ended up being a linebackers coach for the Green Bay Packers and winning a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers and the boys back in 2009-10, was it? So very melancholy, happy trails to Kevin Green. Our thoughts and prayers are with his family and friends. We'll be right back. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Last note today, folks, is something that caught my attention, and I was I was just in love with watching it, and that was Tiger and Charlie Woods teaming up in the father-son tournament that they had this weekend, and it was it was excellent. You had a whole number of different guys with their kids and PGA guys with their dads, and it was really cool to watch all those out there and have the family camaraderie, but none better than Tiger and Charlie. See them warming up on the range. They got the same outfits on. Their swings look identical. I mean, some of the shots that Charlie Woods hit into these greens were were phenomenal from anywhere from like 180 to 60 yards. I mean, he had a beautiful, he ended up making an eagle on his own. He had a beautiful three wood into a green on a par five. And then I remember watching a couple different shots from inside of a hundred and he's, he's putting it like eight to 12 feet away. And it's just amazing. His mannerisms, the way he carries himself, his knowledge of the game already as an 11 year old boy, knowing what to do on the golf course, how to act, how to carry himself. So 
this is Tiger's next chapter. It's enjoying this game with his son and his daughter, right? I mean, this is a game that is great. You can share with family for the rest of your life. You don't have to be in the greatest shape in the world at 35 just to play golf. You can still play into your 60s and 70s. So for Tiger to be able to teach and pass on his legacy, I mean, that that's to me the next part for Tiger. You know, you look at him and winning the Ryder Cup as a, as a captain and things of that nature. These guys really look up to him, you know, and, and as well they should. So it was really great to see that father-son moment for all those guys out there on the course and just to see Tiger Woods, the next chapter of his life starting with his son and who looks very talented. And it's so unfair to judge what he could be or whether or not he even needs to be a golfer someday. Who, You know, if he just enjoys the game with his dad and, and does something else, kudos to him. But if he does want to be a professional golfer, he obviously has one of the best golfers to ever play the game to teach him that. And you can already tell that's what it looks like because this kid granted i'm sure he's got the whole range and everything in his backyard basically a, a small course but his swing looks great and, and he just he looks like he's having fun out there and that's the most important thing so those are my last thoughts today a little parting shot for you happy holidays everyone thanks for tuning into this holiday edition of three man weave Christopher Platt and Ray Cash. You can find them all over thechairshot.com. You can find them at the Real C Platt and at it's me Ray Cash right there on the Twitter. You can also follow this show at three underscore man weave. My name's PC Tunney. Find me at PC Tunney right there on the Twitter. Check out everything on thechairshot.com. Sports, entertainment, and sports entertainment. Everybody, have a very happy holidays. And if I don't talk to you before then on Three Man Weave, have a phenomenal New Year. And they stay there. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.